Welcome to the Habesha Finance Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve financial independence and overcome your money problems. I'm Matt, bringing you the education and tools to help you get your life back, build wealth, and make a difference. Hey everyone, I'm Matt. I appreciate all the positive feedback and reviews thus far on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, and wherever else you're listening. I am truly grateful for your support. Well, episode 6, here we are. And I think it's fitting that this be dedicated to helping you learn how you can get on the path to financial independence. To give you some background from where we were, we started our journey to financial independence early 2017. Dave Ramsey was our initial quote-unquote financial coach, but quickly moved on from the education he taught so that we could be more optimal with our money and building a life we envisioned for ourselves and our family. And that's something to remember, that personal finance is personal. And I'll say that again, personal finance is personal. What works for you may not necessarily work for me and the other way around. And I believe that is important when talking about your finances. So I totally understand if there are going to be some people who disagree with my ideas and my suggestions. I totally get that. And that's the whole point of you listening, right? To understand and even offer different opinions and strategies that can help everyone out there whose goal it is to become financially independent sooner than later. So if you'd like your voice to be heard, reach out to feedback at brotherfi.com. So let's get started on this episode with five actions of financial independence you need to do today. Financial independence action number one, get life insurance. Parents, spouses, if there's any financially wise choice you can make, it's this, get life insurance today. It's not about you, it's about what could happen to your family if you die today. And I want that to sink in just a little bit. I want you to think about the financial struggle your family will face without you to provide for them. A good general rule of thumb is 10 times your income or a minimum that will provide a steady stream of financial support to those who depend on you. So you might want to look at a million dollar policy. I checked with Haven Life and a million dollar 20 year term policy for a 35 year old male in good health, not excellent, but good health is about $36 a month, only $36 a month. You really can't beat that. You basically have 20 years to build wealth and save like crazy. So go to brotherfi.com slash life and get a term life policy today. Also, take into consideration any outstanding debts like a mortgage or student loans a family member may have. Maybe future college expenses or weddings or cars. You know, things that your family may want in the future. Another thing I'll mention is life insurance for stay-at-home parents. And that amount will vary from family to family. At least $500,000 should be the minimum to cover the stay-at-home parents out there. To the stay-at-home mom and the stay-at-home dad, what you do is very, very important. And that is truly valuable to the family. Now, there is a big debate out there in the market of life insurance that I plan to dig deeper in a later episode. But for now, my suggestion is for 99% of you to get term life insurance. Get a 20-year term, a 25-year term, a 30-year term, or even a 10 or 15-year term policy, depending on where you are financially. It's low cost, meaning 
you can put more towards other investments and savings accounts as you build wealth to a point where you basically don't need life insurance anymore. The need for it goes away because you've become self-insured. You've become self-insured with investments, with real estate, with a business or something else along those lines. What I want you to do is maximize your potential. Other insurance you will want to consider having long-term disability insurance and this is basically to protect you and your income if you suffer an illness an injury or an accident for a long period of time the majority of employers should provide this but you'll definitely want to confirm if you're self-employed then shop rates to get the best deal out there as you near the age of 50 and above then you will want to look at long-term care insurance long-term care insurance covers home care nursing home, assisted living, adult daycare, hospice care, Alzheimer's, and home modification to help with certain disabilities. Like I said, this is insurance that you can put off till about the age of 50. Insurance is there to cover the what-ifs and unfortunate events in life we don't know how or when can occur. So please, do not pretend that accidents won't happen. Do this for your family. Do this for the people who depend on you. Start with your life insurance policy and then build from there. Financial independence action number two. Never carry debt. Minimize debt as much as possible. From student loans to credit cards to car notes. The opportunity to go into debt is all around you. You have to put your guard up. By now you should know that I am debt averse. This means I stay away from debt as much as possible. I personally don't use a credit card. My wife does, but she uses it for work-related expenses that gets reimbursed. And of course, I have nothing against that. I have nothing against you who may wish to build credit and use debt to accomplish that goal. As for me, I am happily someone who would rather keep my finances simple and forego the 1% or 2% cash back for every dollar I spend. Besides, I have to spend money to earn that 1% or 2% of cash back. And, you know, there's a bit of psychology that's already been studied by these professional marketers. You spend more on credit card than you do a debit card. You spend more with plastic than you do with cash. So for me, I'm perfectly okay without debt in my life. Besides, a lot of debit cards today come with similar cash back programs. At the end of the day, it's your choice. And as you begin your path to financial independence... I strongly believe and encourage you to minimize your debts until you can become financially responsible. Financial independence action number three, budget everything. When we got married in 2016, we never looked at a budget. We never really questioned how we would handle our money. Thankfully, we got some good advice early on, and now we use a Google Sheets budget to track and wisely spend our money. Every month since March of 2017, we've been knocking down our student loans and other debt we had coming into the marriage, and we're organizing all of that through the budget. We spent the first five months of our marriage without a budget. Since then, we've actually been living on a budget for the last 16 or so months, and we don't plan to stop. We budget at the beginning of the month and update it, you know, every few days to keep ourselves honest. I like using Google Sheets or an Excel-style budget because it forces me to manually update it. And so if you have an app, my recommendation, don't connect it to your bank account. 
just manually update it. You'll feel more connected and more in tune with what you're spending. So if you can master budgeting, then I think over time, as you reduce your debt to zero, there's a strong likelihood a budget basically, you know, becomes natural to you. And you're not overspending or closing each month wondering where all your money went to. And, you know, the need for a budget may go away. But I really strongly encourage you to budget in your first few years, at least. And who knows, maybe you'll continue to budget even after retirement. Financial independence action number four. Save 30 to 50% of your income. This by far is going to be the most fun part of the journey to financial independence. You're going to be saving in a 401k, a 403b, Roth IRAs, traditional IRAs, taxable accounts, HSAs, which are health savings accounts, 529 education plans for your children. And there are so many different vehicles to save your money in. And we'll be able to go over all of those in future episodes. But more important than where you save your money and invest your money is how much you save and invest. Starting out, I can understand 30% may seem very, very hard, let alone 20 or 10%. The way I see it is if I can save as much as possible and still be content and enjoy the life that I'm living then everything else can take a backseat. I have to come to the realization that I don't need that new fancy car that's $40,000 or $50,000 or the 500 channel cable package. Why 500 channels? Some of that stuff just makes me laugh. But seriously, people, learn to live a life of contentment and be happy with what you have. Saving 30 to 50% or even more is a sacrificing act with a generational impact. And I'll say that again, saving 30 to 50% is a sacrificing act with a generational impact. So start with 5% and build up from there each week till you get to a nice balance of saving and enjoying your life. But I definitely encourage you to try to stay in that 30 to 50% savings range. The more, the better. The more, the earlier you can retire. Financial independence action number five. Here we are, guys, the last action of financial independence you need to do today. And it is have a plan. Every great achievement is made through preparation and planning. To achieve financial independence, you're going to need a plan. Not just a retirement plan that's going to happen in 30 years. A plan for this week. A plan for the rest of the year. A five-year plan and a 10-year plan. How much do you want saved in X amount of years? How many months do you want your emergency savings fund to support? Three months, six months, maybe one year? Do you want to own a home or rent the rest of your life? How will you handle the expense of college with your children? Where do you plan to retire? What do you plan to do after retirement? What's the plan for leaving money behind to your children or beneficiaries? Having a plan is by far the one act of financial independence that you most likely will keep with you for the rest of your life. And plans change. You know, that's expected. What I don't want to change is your drive and your level of tenacity to achieve this financial freedom and the opportunity to do what you want when you want because you earned it. And so to recap... The five actions of financial independence you need to do today. Number one, make sure you're insured, whether it's life insurance, long-term disability insurance, or even long-term care insurance, depending on your age. Number two, 
Never carry debt. Pay down your consumer debt as quickly as possible. Remember, debt-free is the way to be. Number three, budget everything. Take financial control and spend wisely. Number four, save 30 to 50% of your income, even more if you can. A higher savings rate means you shorten the path to financial independence in early retirement. Number five, have a plan. Live your life on purpose. And this includes how you live financially.